0: Of Sacramento. Three on one. Bagley the step. Bagley with the dunk. And you can put it in the book and send it to the left. There it is. Buddy Hill alone at the top of the King's record book. Oh, I like to see Fox force five in the open court. Fox into the lane. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like Kings basketball.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the King's Pulse Podcast. My name is Brendan Nunez. Got Rich Ibanowski on here as we always do. How you doing, Rich? I'm
0: doing doing pretty well today. I am excited because it is the eve of my favorite day of the year. It's going to be Thanksgiving tomorrow. That is definitely my favorite day of the year. I'm uh, definitely a fat kid at heart and preferred prefer the savory dishes, so, yeah, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm absolutely stoked, actually. Favorite day? Interesting, okay.
0: Favorite day of the year. Better than Christmas, better than my birthday, whatever, what have you. Um, yeah, until, I don't know, I, I guess if there's, like, I don't know, if the Kings were in a big game 7 or something, that might be more fun, because I guess I could just eat while I watch that, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean
1: uh, there's not much better than eating it. A- there you go. No mention of the wedding day.
0: Well that doesn't happen every year, right? <laughs> some some sociopath. Right, right.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but um to start out this episode, there um we did get informed and wanted to kind of put the word out on um it was at the top of the the King subreddit that we are uh connected to and John posted something there about his brother James suffering from a rare form of leukemia and uh they are looking for a compatible donor and since we have somewhat of a platform we wanted to put this out there that you could help you could potentially help John or anyone else that you could be a donor to if you just go to the site bethematch.org um everyone is going to be around their family for Thanksgiving and obviously if you can help someone with that opportunity to be around for longer and be around their family, um, there's every reason in the world that you should be able to help them out. And again, it's be the match.org. Um, we wish the best for, for John and everything that he's going through.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think that it's especially this, you know, this time of year holiday season is upon us and coming up and, um, yeah, I don't know. I think for me that's just an extra reminder to to think of others when I'm not stuffing my face with uh, turkey and and unwrapping my own gifts. It's definitely a time to think about us. I think that's that's the point of the holiday spirit even though I often for forget it. But but yeah, thanks for mentioning that. Um it's nice to see that on Reddit and um yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about this Kings Road trip?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Um, you know the the most recent game that we haven't recapped. By the way, you missed out on the hundredth episode, man.
0: I did, I did. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still not feeling very well. I don't know that I'm gonna have the world's best basketball insights today. I'm uh, definitely turkey focused right now, and I'm <laughs> and I, uh, I'm not feeling all that hot. But I did watch these games, and um, I thought actually I thought this was a really really fun. Road trip just to watch. I know. Aside from the
1: Brooklyn game, probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I'll put that aside, but I especially, I mean, the Celtics game was really, really close throughout. The Wizards game was surprisingly close throughout. Got a better result there. And then the Sixers, I thought tonight, even though, even though I I never really was convinced the Kings would have a strong chance of winning, I just like seeing that team play and I like seeing how the Kings would match up with them because they're a really tricky team to match up against.
1: Yeah. That, that Philadelphia game was very up and down, but uh, touching on the Boston one real quick, obviously buddy healed had a ridiculous career night. I, I believe that every game he's had in Boston throughout his career, he's upped his point total. Um, he set the the TDR and record for most threes in a game and the Sacramento record as well, 11 threes and ended with 41 points. and. Uh, Buddy was hitting a lot of shots, but he got open a ridiculous amount of times for being, like, the guy for the Kings, clearly, in this game.
0: Yeah, and then I also saw, I forget who tweeted this out there, but 41 points, career high, and he didn't make a single free throw in that. So 0-for-1 from the free throw line, still managed 41 points. That's interesting.
1: It's very Buddy-heeled. (laughs) it is Uh, it's it's extremely buddy hill yeah and uh and also shout out to harrison barnes during this road trip he has been he's been an animal like he went on his own little eight zero run i believe it was during that boston game um that got the kings to their point of their biggest lead of 11 points um during the second quarter there and harrison barnes played great in philadelphia guarding ben simmons which was interesting i think that we had mentioned maybe kind of just going straight up with Corey Joseph on him, but it was interesting they put Barnes there and there's I see the logic behind that. And uh, and also during the Washington game, Barnes had a team high twenty-six points. Like he's been he's been great this entire season, but this road trip he definitely stood out.
0: Yeah, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Harrison Barnes this year, to be sure. Uh, he's been I think he's been near the top uh, with the in terms of true shooting for this team so far. It's been really impressive. By far a career best. He's up to sixty-three percent true shooting on the season. That's that's really, really nice. So yeah, in a season where there's not been a ton of consistency up and down the roster, he's he's definitely been the most like solid night in, night out guy, would you say?
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. I think that Holmes has had some down games as well as being at Liza and Barnes has really been uh very consistent and yeah. Another guy, you know, that's had a lot of up and down games, mainly downs, especially for what we expected from him was Dwayne Dedman. But I thought uh, this game against Philadelphia was the best game of the year for Dedman uh, pretty easily. 18 points early on him and Embiid were really getting physical and I saw Embiid push him at one point after the whistle was blown and it seemed like that almost ignited a fire in Dedman and he had this energy to him tonight
0: yeah i um I missed the first quarter of this game because uh it was a four o'clock start time and I thought it was four thirty for some reason um kind of a weird timing and plus again and
1: <clears throat> I don't blame so, you I feel like it's usually four thirty
0: it usually i think it's because they had like a full full slate of games today yeah. so they kind of had to stagger them a little bit but uh missed missed early on but I did tune in to see him make a three to give the kings a lead late in the second quarter and was very surprised to see that very surprised indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, that's by far his best game of the season at least points wise. He had only broken double digits twice with 10 points and 11 points, but yeah, I I mean, definitely seemed to be playing well. I think he was playing with, he basically was playing with that starting group minus homes, right? For a while. And they went on a good run.
1: Yeah, you know, single game plus minus is, uh, definitely not telling of a single player throughout the game, but Deadman was a team high plus 20 in a six point loss. Um, that, that's pretty insane. And Holmes was a minus 21. Uh, Holmes had a couple early fouls, like he tends to only ended with two on the night. Um, but you know, I'd have to double check this, but this feels like one of the very few games that Deadman ended up with more minutes than Holmes and for a small stretch there Harry Giles got some run uh towards the end of the third and start of the fourth and that was upsetting a bit to me because I really liked the way that Deadman played in the first half but I also understood because offense was the problem for the Kings in this game and Giles definitely uh can give you a boost in that aspect
0: yeah for sure for sure um I uh yeah I I just noticed by the way that 3 from Dedman that was the only lead of the game that the Kings ever got was off that okay. but yeah um <clears throat> yeah and I think you're definitely right about the Holmes minutes at least since game 6 or 7 um Dedman's not been getting really much of anything for minutes so right um yeah impressed to see him back and I think like you've said before it's going to be meaningful when Bagley Returns So if he can get, you know, kind of right himself, get back in a groove by the time that Bagley is healthy, that's going to be a really big deal for this, for the potential uh, lineups that this team can actually bring out.
1: Right. And notably also Bielitsa had a rough game. I think he's had a, he's cooled down a little bit. Um, Justin James was, was closing the game for the Kings. Uh, Yogi Ferrell was in there for a while as well because... Luke Walton just kind of ran with the lineup that was going on a run, but um yeah, I definitely had that thought at some point where okay these this starting front court that we've seen for a while really impressing is starting to slow down a little bit just in time for Bagley to come back
0: yeah, and didn't Justin James close was it the Wizards game or the Celtics game where he also or he didn't close close, but he was out there from like the last I think he was out there until the, the last couple minutes of the game.
1: Yeah, I don't remember because the Brooklyn game was was done by like halfway through the fourth.
0: Yeah, that one wasn't, it didn't feel like it mattered. I think it was, yeah, no, it was the Celtics game um, where he was in the game late. He wasn't scoring much in that game. Um, I don't. He didn't score a single point in that game. That wasn't like his big breakout game like you and Ryan had talked about with the Wizards, but uh, he was out there, like, playing hard defense. I, I, um, I saw him have a nice, like, chase down strip in that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was playing strong defense throughout it. He didn't take a shot either. So, um, but I don't mind that at all. This is definitely, this road trip's definitely been the emergence of, of Justin James. And I, I, I heard you and Ryan talk about it a little bit, but you, are you pretty stoked to see him getting minutes?
1: I am actually, I've been really happy with what I've seen from him. Um, I, I think that he seems like a very smart player out there. Um, Jason Jones had a nice piece on it on the athletic that apparently Justin James just loves to talk. Um, he said Buddy Heald tells Justin James to shut up. And that's how you know that Justin James talks a lot, uh, because Buddy runs his mouth a lot on his own. But part of, he also mentioned part of Justin James talking is that. He's making sure that he understands everything. So Luke Walton pointed out in that Brooklyn game, Justin James was telling the veterans where to go sometimes. Like Justin James seems like a smart basketball player. He has um, some of the physical tools. I know you pointed out a nice video clip of him staying in front of someone against the Celtics on defense. I believe.
0: Yeah, was it like Waters or Wanamaker? I don't. I don't remember exactly who it was, but it was.
1: Yeah, I mean he.
0: He used his speed and his his length to really disrupt a lot of, ga- a lot of plays on the, in that game defensively. Um, yeah. I mean, he just looking at his game log here, he only played like 10 minutes this whole season before playing 33 in Brooklyn, 16 in Washington and then 14 in Boston. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's had, he's had some shots go in um, some three pointers go in, but I, I don't like the way it looks um outside of his shot though I really do like pretty much everything else I'm seeing
1: yeah I, I think it's promising out there and I don't know if it'll um how much it'll continue when Ariza returns to the team and then another thing that I think is notable I um Kyle Guy was I can't remember if they had him for the Washington game but I know he was there for the Boston and Philadelphia game but did not get minutes in either one but that does take up uh some of his Forty-five days that they have him on that two-way contract that he can use in the NBA.
0: Yes, he was present in Washington. Um, haven't seen the cow guy minutes. Kind of, I don't know. In a weird way, I kind of want him to just be jacking up twenty shots a game in Stockton if he's not going to be playing. But at the same time, with the injuries, you need that emergency guard,
1: right? Like if if Yogi Ferrell or Corey Joseph something were to happen, I I, I kind of think that guy might be a point guard, at least have some capabilities there. The passing he's shown has surprised me in the G League a bit there. Um yeah and Justin James ran a little bit of point at times, I think in Brooklyn we saw. Yeah. Um but yeah overall I thought it was a it was a successful road trip. It was it was a positive road trip. I think we were hoping to go two and two and really the difference was that Brooklyn game um, but, you know, going toe to toe against Philadelphia and Boston is an accomplishment, even if you aren't coming out on top at the end of the, um, uh, looking at the scoreboard. We
0: definitely wanted to go two and two. We predicted, we both predicted two and two, but that was before we knew that Bogey would miss that Brooklyn game. So, right. um, I think our numbers could have, could have changed knowing that. And that was a really tough one. I think, I think like absorbing the hits of no Bagley, no Fox, is a lot easier to do when you have a guy like Bogey on the bench but but yeah I mean I don't even really want to talk about the Brooklyn game it was it was rough
1: yeah that, that's pretty much all I had on this road trip were there any other any other notes that you had in here I know we mainly wanted to use this episode on something else
0: yeah man no let's get into it let's talk about uh god yeah every, everything is Thanksgiving programming right now and I don't know. I I want to talk about it. I want to talk about Thanksgiving because I love it. And uh, like I said, my favorite day of the year, it's tomorrow.
1: Are you currently paying off student debt, interested in improving your financial literacy, or looking for new ways to earn income in today's ever-changing digital landscape? Well, on the Talk Money with Mesh Lakani podcast, Mesh will follow paper trails, chat with experts, and break down complex ideas to bring clarity to the mystical financial phenomena. Each episode will be filled with compelling stories covering a broad range of subjects, from buying Bitcoin, dealing with student debt, and everything in between. Listen to Talk Money with Mesh Lakani on Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and learn how to spend, invest, and earn for today's economy.
0: You've told me you're not really a Thanksgiving guy, is that
1: right? Yeah, I'm just not really a food guy. Like, I've always been pretty thin. Can't relate. And... Food, like, eating has always felt like more of a chore to me. Like, I've always had to remind myself to keep eating. If I, like, I will forget and skip meals at times. So. What a world
0: that must be. I, uh, I I really cannot relate to that. This is my, i my whole life is, like, trying to convince myself not to eat more.
1: No. Yeah. I've had to like worry about gaining weight. So I've always been on the opposite end and people are like, Oh, that sounds like such a good problem. I'm like, no, not really. It's a great problem, dude. I don't know what you're
0: talking about. I am. My whole life has gone into trash bag recently. (laughs) I, you don't even really want to hear all about this, but I was like 30 pounds lighter when I met Kate, my wife. (laughs) she's just like fallen in love with me and committed her life towards me. And I've just been like ramping it up in terms of calorie consumption. Apparently did you have a beard before I did? Yeah. Yeah. I had the beard. And then I, uh, I don't know. I, I like, I lost 15 pounds earlier in the year and then just let it all go to shit again. Mostly. I I think I blame the Kings partially. I'm stressed out (laughs) and I blame, uh, being in school like the semester starting again and, and being stressed out with that. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow's really going to be the the crowning masterpiece of my, of my eating up for the year. I'll try to, I'll try to get it back together after that. But
1: so we'll see. are you like a traditional Thanksgiving guy? What does
0: it, what does that mean to you?
1: I like, I think of, you know, think of Turkey stuffing potatoes and gravy yeah, no doubt. What else? I mean, okay. What
0: else would it be? I don't know. Uh, no,
1: yeah, like, yeah. That's. Uh, I'm just making sure. I could see you pulling something like out of left field, where you're like, yeah, you know, I don't eat turkey. You're like,
0: no, dog. I absolutely. If I didn't eat turkey, then Thanksgiving wouldn't be my favorite day of the year. I don't think that. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't know. There, I guess there are people like that. Like Tim Maxwell's definitely like doing his best on Twitter right now to butcher the holiday. You know, he thinks that ham is better than turkey, and you know who agrees with him is Darren Fox.
1: Really? You know, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of turkey, but I prefer it over ham, like, and, it, and it's just, it just is Thanksgiving. Like, I feel like you have to have turkey.
0: Ham is pretty washed, in my opinion. I'm, like, not a ham, ham man at all. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, okay, so are you a dark meat or a light meat? turkey guy I'm a light meat yeah I I get it I get that people there's more flavor in dark meat I get all that but really to me like you know the whole thing's a means of of conveyance of sauces into my body I'm a big sauce man so (laughs) like white meat like sops up a lot of gravy and cranberry sauce it you know you can build a sandwich with it it's less invasive in that way um, I'm a big sweet potato guy. Are, these things aren't, I don't know. I, I don't know that we can do the rest of this podcast if you're not, if you don't like food.
1: No, like I like food, but I just don't have like, I don't think of all the flavors really as I'm eating. Like I'm super basic with it. I either just like like it or I don't. And I don't think about what I'm really tasting most of the time. I've started to so, recently.
0: So build your like plate like for tomorrow. So say you, because you got to have some concept of this. Say say you have say like you're at a big holiday meal, all your family, everyone brought. There's there's no limitation of options to eat, right? Right. You're gonna glob on a big a big spoonful of mashed potatoes, I'm guessing.
1: For sure. Mashed potatoes and gravy are like gravy the on the part. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of gravy. Gravy for the turkey too.
0: Light meat turkey.
1: Yep. Um I'm definitely taking whatever biscuits we got. No doubt. And then if you gotta throw like some vegetable, like I'm going corn. Corn is definitely the way to go for me there. Like a cob of it? Or yeah. are you talking like creamed yeah. corn? No, I I'd go with a cob, buttery cob. Oh yeah, butter and salt. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the way to go. And and then I'd probably just leave it at that. Like I don't like cranberries. Um, oh fuck you! I know, right? <laughs> if there was mac and cheese, I'd go for that. Like good mac and cheese.
0: Good mac and cheese, man. I am so upset about yeah. You don't like cranberry sauce. I I am like I am like down to fight people <laughs> in the street who don't like cranberry sauce. The whole thing is cranberry. Like, that to me is, that was going to be my hot take is that
1: you can't have Thanksgiving without cranberry sauce. It's like the whole. I'll have to give thing. it another try because, like, I can't say I've really given it many opportunities. It
0: goes so well with the turkey, like with the light meat turkey.
1: Okay. So that's the way to do it. It's, it's a compliment to the turkey.
0: That's the way you do it. And then the leftover sandwiches, you got. You got your roll bread, you got your light meat turkey stuffing in the sandwich. Maybe throw a little bit of gravy on that bread to moisten it up. And you slather on that cranberry sauce on the turkey. It's, a, it's an amazing sandwich.
1: Okay. So so our plan for this episode is to relate each Kings player to a Thanksgiving, uh, not meal, um, food. A Thanksgiving food. Um, and I think we can get into it a little bit here because it'll lead to us talking about this food. Do you have a, do you have like a fully fleshed out list here? I do only because I had to look it up. Like, because I don't know all of like what is, I had to think about it. I would, it wouldn't just come to me off the top of my head. Like, I had to think about it a little bit.
0: Okay. That's interesting. I, um, yeah, I wrote an article comparing each Kings player to a Thanksgiving dish last season. And I don't have much new here because I don't, there's a lot of similar players and I don't know that I can write the same article again. I would like to, Uh, I might, I might do it if I got some time tomorrow, but.
1: I kind of thought of their roles almost like the, the different foods roles. Like, is it a main? Is it a side? How, Mm -hmm. how complimentary is it sort of thing? And I based it more so off that and the flavor was involved as well, but it was more so. And some of it was like, okay, do I like it? Do I not? Yes. Um. So yeah. First thing though, everything revolves around the Turkey, right? Yes. Fox is the Turkey.
0: Agreed. So that's that was uh, the analogy I made last season. Although I'm thrown off because Darren Fox said that he doesn't like turkey, so <laughs> I don't. It's tough. I mean, he said that he's a ham man, <laughs> uh, but yeah. no, I know. Yeah, I mean, in terms of this team, I, I completely agree. He's got to be the turkey. He's the. He's got to be the main course. And then I would say. Maybe Corey Joseph is the ham.
1: Agreed, agreed, <laughs> because that's the replacement for the turkey, you know. And then Boom. I literally had to ask. I'm like, "What do people eat if they don't eat the turkey or the ham?" And it's like some tofu substitute. So that's Yogi Ferrell. You
0: ask Google,
1: like, "Hey Google," I asked like- my dad, but yeah, you know.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed Google – you told me you did research, so I think I, I just assumed it no, was – No, meaning
1: like I took 20 minutes and like sat with family and it's like, what do you eat? What you, do you found
0: eat? a human being who who yeah, has who hunger, eats. who experiences yeah, hunger?
1: <laughs> pretty much. Gotcha. Yeah, so I made Yogi Ferrell a tofu substitute.
0: Yogi Ferrell, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean like there not that – there's that one thing tofurkey – so you could be like, is there really? Yeah, that's like the fake turkey tofu. So maybe he's like yoferky. Okay. Yo, fair, yoferky. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Did you
0: have a? Okay. Okay. So how do you want to? Do you want to go by the dish, or do you want to go by the player? Do you want to go by the next player?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe by the dish. Okay. So then mashed
0: potatoes is probably the second most essential component.
1: Okay. I, I'm just, um, I I, I'm put mashed thinking potatoes of, and gravy together because they complement each other. So I made this a duo. Okay. I put Holmes as the potatoes and Bielitsa as the gravy because Bielitsa has more sauce. Hmm. Does he have more sauce than Holmes? I think so. What are, can you define sauce for me? Uh, well, he's got like a swag to his game, man. He's
0: you think that Bielitsa good. has more swag than Holmes?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, mm, I, I think Holmes, Holmes is more, is more just bully. And <laughs> so, so I disagree
0: here. I actually had Bielitsa as the potatoes because okay. he's like all fundamentals. You know, you know, like meat and potatoes are kind of like your fundamental component is a potato. But yeah, gravy's got a lot of flavor. And I think that, that Holmes has that flavor.
1: Okay. I can get behind that, but we got the same duo here.
0: Yeah, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go with you here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. And then the next one I have is the stuffing and obviously goes with the turkey. It is, uh, I put buddy heeled. Buddy heeled. Yeah. Yeah. It's the compliment Hmm. there.
0: (laughs) So. Mm. This is interesting. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my list a little bit here. I think the starches for me, your potatoes, your stuffings, I'm going to go with big men there. So I'm actually going to call Nemanja B. Elites of the mashed potatoes. I'm going to give R- Rashawn Holmes the stuffing as he's the blocks leader, stuffing a lot of shots out there. And then I'm going to give the gravy to Buddy Heald because he's, you know, undeniably silky smooth.
1: I was very close to putting him because he also compliments everything.
0: You can put, you can pour some gravy in any lineup and True. like, you're, you're good to go.
1: Right. So that yeah. almost made me put Barnes there, actually. Well, I'll tell you what,
0: I'll, that'll lead me to the next one where I think, I think Bogdanovich has a case for cranberry sauce because he's kind of like a do it all. You can put a little cranberry sauce on any of these dishes as well, maybe you don't, maybe, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could put, see, I think, although, because you're not going to mix gravy and cranberry sauce together. So that's where, you know, Buddy and Bogey kind of, it's
1: one or the other. Interesting. Okay. I didn't think of this. So my cranberries, cranberry sauce, I put Harry Giles. Because, I am not a big fan of cranberry sauce in the same way that I feel like people are I'm so- crazy. I'm about sorry.
0: It. Hold on. This is your big reveal that you're not a fan of Harry Giles. I didn't
1: say I'm not a fan, but like, I feel like people are insane about Harry and I'm not on that same level. Somebody you just said, that, my you,
0: you just said, I'm going to I'm going to make Harry Giles cranberry sauce because I don't like cranberry sauce. Because I'm not a you just big
1: said. fan. I'm not a big fan.
0: I don't know why you would do that to me and to King's Nation.
1: Listen, Uh, I do. There are so many people that are huge about cranberry sauce and about Harry Giles. And I'm just not on that same level.
0: No, you're wrong about this. You know what he is? Is, uh, uh, I would say like a sweet potato
1: casserole. You know, I totally forgot about sweet potato in here. And when you mentioned it earlier, I was upset because I do love some sweet potatoes.
0: He's going to fit in. Well, then it can't be Harry Giles because you hate Harry Giles, but
1: oh, oh, oh this is new. It's going to fit with the
0: carbohydrate as bigs situation here. And I think it's also, you know, you maybe you don't need like your plate to be dominated by sweet potatoes. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's a, a treat, a few minutes here and there.
1: Yeah. It's like, I'll, I'll put Austin Rivers as my sweet potatoes.
0: By the way, have you seen that I'm on this Harry? I know, I know you've seen this. I sent this to you. I'm on Harry Giles's yes Panini Prison
1: Card. When you sent it to me, I thought it was like custom made for you. That's insane. That is so it's sick. completely insane. That is so sick. It's got your wife's name on there. Yeah, yeah. That's that is crazy cool.
0: So my wife's brother manages a card shop and memorabilia sports memorabilia shop in Dallas. I don't know why I'm being so specific right now, but, um, <laughs> we're going to be out there for Christmas, but, uh, like, so he ha- he like owns and like trades in a ton of sports cards all the time. And so like through that, I know that this happens to be his, like n- the nice, like the nicest card brand okay. too. So it's not like some weird Scrub version of a like a of a shitty basketball card. Like, this is like the most collectible card. Has my name on it <laughs> and my wife's name. So I was like, I was like losing my mind. I was I was texting him. Like, is this the is this like a real thing? He's like,
1: this is a real thing. That's um, crazy.
0: Yeah, you little yeah. Harry
1: Giles, you're one of the first things to pop up. <laughs> That's
0: fair. That's, That's pretty fair. crazy. My only hope in this world is that Harry Giles will. Like, outgrow that. Like, right. you know what I mean, right? Like, my only hope for this
1: man or is like peak of Harry Giles.
0: I love Harry Giles. I do. I truly, truly do. I think he's an incredible player and a, an incredible human being. I need him to like outgrow me, though. Where I need to be like a very small side note in a very successful career of him.
1: Agreed. And you know, I I might give cranberries a shot. Don't worry, Giles the king's pulse podcast is recorded and hosted on anchor it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is 100 percent free it gives you everything you need to record edit all of it so it sounds smooth and professional and upload it all from your phone and or your computer they distribute your podcast to every major platform they give you an opportunity to make some money in the process as well Download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So you pass you said you're bogey, right? What was bogey for you? He's my cranberries. Okay. So for bogey I put biscuits because I think that biscuits can (laughs) I like the
0: assonance of that, like the B the B sounds. Yeah,
1: bogey biscuits. There you go. Because I think biscuits can be the best part, but it just has to be the right day. Because they also can be terrible. Like no,
0: you're tripping. You, no one is ever going to have a good meal and be like, the best part about that was the biscuits. No,
1: well, I am a big biscuit guy.
0: But you also admitted to like not knowing what food tastes like.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know biscuits. Uh, I taste those.
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's a that's another weird thing. So so my wife doesn't really eat like anything either she's very she's uh so, so like when we started dating i was i'd ask her like so what do you like to eat like what kind of food do you like the most and she told me meat and bread <laughs> which i thought was like a really insane response to that question so i thought she was going to be like oh, japanese food thai food Italian <laughs> right food. right he's like meat and bread <laughs> like <laughs> what are you talking about that's not an answer Like Mexican food.
1: That's interesting because like, that wouldn't be my answer. I know what my like favorite type of food is. It definitely would be like Mexican food or some sort of sushi type thing. So I taste it for sure. It's not like I don't have taste buds, but I just don't break it down into like the different, you know, like there's the first thing you taste, the second part of it, and then there's.
0: I'm not like breaking that down either. I just like what I like. Got it. But like I actually like it. Yeah. So you never have like, you never have like, you know, a day where you're like, you know what I really want is like this one dish from this one
1: restaurant. No, that's fair. That does happen. What is it? First thing I thought of is pokey. I love that. Pokeys,
0: That's okay. That's,
1: I respect that a lot. So good. Yes.
0: So you'll get it. You'll get like a hankering for pokey. For sure. For sure. Respect. I Respect you.
1: <laughs> I'm glad because you don't seem to agree with much of my food opinions here.
0: <laughs> well, I just think so like there's a real time where Kate would say her favorite food is bread. And yeah, I'd be like yeah. <laughs> that's an unacceptable answer to that question. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. What's
1: <laughs> what's the next one you want to move on to here?
0: Um, I feel like we should assign some pies out. Like pies are a pretty essential aspect to Thanksgiving.
1: Okay. I actually only gave one dessert. Is it pumpkin pie? It's apple pie because apple pie is just my favorite thing in the world. Okay. And who did, who got your apple pie? Justin James because you get it when you're full of everything else. Yes. So, yeah. I felt like it had to go to a guy that was getting spotty minutes. It almost went to Giles in that way. Yeah. But yeah, Justin James has taken over during this road trip. Yeah, no, that's
0: my exact logic too. Was that desserts go to bench guys? It's um, yeah, it's like a, a cherry on top situation. For sure. Um Yeah, I I think that that Justin James is a good one. I think someone's got to get pumpkin pie though. Like pumpkin
1: pie. Did you see what Tim was saying earlier? Well, that God. nobody nobody likes pumpkin pie without whipped cream. So nobody like really likes pumpkin pie.
0: He's truly an imbecile. <laughs> like he is truly an imbecile he 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 says that the best pie uh, like Thanksgiving pie is something
1: called a yogurt pie oh God have you ever even heard of yogurt pie only on Tim's Twitter
0: yeah it's not a it's like for sure not a thing he doesn't <laughs> like um, anything that like human beings like it's really 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 frustrating
1: do you like pumpkin pie
0: of course okay. I thought I thought that everybody liked pumpkin
1: pie right no pumpkin pie is great especially yeah, when- even it, it doesn't mean to
0: be your favorite pie, but it's like on Thanksgiving, it's it's a be a crime to not have a slice of pumpkin pie.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's definitely good, and and I mean, Cool Whip, come on.
0: Wow, well, you're just proving Tim's point, though.
1: I, it is, and that's why I like almost stopped. I'll eat pumpkin pie by itself, but like with some Cool Whip is definitely the way to go.
0: Yeah, like if you like apple pie is very good, but. Oh, you but know,
1: that's like vanilla a, ice cream. A scoop. of, I was
0: yes, a scoop of vanilla ice cream is just going to improve that. It doesn't mean the apple pie isn't good though.
1: Right. It's true.
0: So who else is a bench guy that can deserve a, a pie spot here?
1: Oh, um, I don't know. Like, could we a- Ariza?
0: Would Ariza get a,
1: a? I mean, is that too? So Ariza, like, I <laughs> I asked my family what's like an outdated food. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> last year I gave uh, Zach Randolph canned corn. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's a good one.
0: Cause he was just basically on the shelf at that point.
1: Okay. I went with a green bean casserole for Trevor reason.
0: Ooh, that's a really, really, really <laughs> good answer. And it's like very, uh, dis- like very, it, w- what's the word? Not decisive, but, uh, it, it causes divisive. It causes right. very different takes I actually really like do you do you like it
1: not really no I don't like green beans so that really uh throws it off there
0: that's fair I think it's I like green bean casserole but not because of the green beans it's like it's mostly like the fried onions in there and like there's bacon oftentimes mixed in and some cream cream of mushroom I know that's not the best most appetizing thing but it like works on a plate with stuffing and Turkey. Right. Okay. And So does a I mean, he it works. It's with true. Sean Holmes and Darren Fox.
1: It's true. And you know, so the one vegetable, like my, my go-to vegetable, I said this earlier, but I feel like you need it to round out the plate is corn. So I gave it to Harrison Barnes. I feel like he rounds out everything. He's a necessary piece. Yeah. That was my logic behind that.
0: That's strong. Um, I don't know that you need, for me, I don't know that I've ever had corn at Thanksgiving, personally. Okay. I, uh, like it, like I get that and I would welcome it. Um, definitely like more, maybe more of a barbecue thing for me in my culinary experience, but what I might say here is Brussels sprouts because Mm. it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm off there, but it's, it's like a very divisive thing where to me, Brussels sprouts are just solid. You know, a roasted Brussels sprout tastes great, but some people like just fucking hate Brussels sprouts for, for reasons that I can't understand.
1: Yeah. Um, I like kind of fall under that category, but when they get roasted, they're, they're acceptable.
0: Okay. I I think, I think you're, you're probably closer on this than I am. We, we, yeah, we'll just call them the veggies, like the mixed veggies.
1: Yeah, that's that's fine by me. Um, what else you got here? We're going, we're going through most of them.
0: Who else is on this roster? I'm. Uh, uh,
1: ugh. Yeah.
0: Maybe he's the maybe he's the
1: Russell Sprouts. Right. So I saw like a really gross mac and cheese today, and I feel like every time you see like these terrible pictures of like someone showed up with like the worst mac and cheese. And I feel like Deadman is one where it's like, I love mac and cheese, but then you take off the foil and it's like, man, this isn't even mixed. Right. And it's just not the mac and cheese that you thought it was.
0: I, I love that. I gave really Collie Stein the mac and cheese label <laughs> last year for that exact reason. It's like, it's an inconsistent dish. It's true. It's true. That's exactly what it is. And I guess, yeah, Devin deserves that
1: this year. Yeah. You know, hopefully he can become like one of the best parts of the meal, though. Cause I can really do some good mac and cheese. Absolutely. But yeah, are we missing anyone else here, man. Do you, does, uh, does like Caleb Swanigan, Wendy you Gabriel get a, get a piece here? Kyle um, guy. can Kyle guy be like the vanilla ice cream to Justin James apple pie? Kyle
0: Guy can get the vanilla ice cream for sure. That is probably the most on point of any of these. Great, great call. <laughs> he is absolutely the vanilla, vanilla ice of this of this team. <laughs> the vanilla ice. Yeah. Respect that. There we go. Um and yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh yeah, maybe maybe Swanigan.
1: I don't know. What's like a really heavy dish? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh god. I don't know. Um Ugh. i'm not sure <laughs> i don't know
0: I, I guess he could be he could be another kind of ice cream um yeah i don't know i i
1: think we, we, we've done a pretty good job here honoring the holiday i think so and then like uh, yeah. lade Divac and luke walton kind of cooked everything um yeah
0: walton walton maybe like the wine and divak's the the okay. cigarettes okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> the post-meal cigarette <laughs> okay I don't know. They're, they're a post meal. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that one. Dvots the is,
1: vape in the corner.
0: Dvots loves the smoke. <laughs> we, we all know that. Did you notice Bug Dan was, uh, had some chaw in his mouth on the bench no. the other day? Really? It was the Brooklyn game where he wasn't playing. He like fully, I, mean, <laughs> I I can't like confirm this, but it looked like he had a dip cup going. No,
1: I did not see that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, did, did you see, I think we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, uh, that there was, a there was a stroop waffle getting eaten by Covington before. I think you didn't know what that was, right?
0: Uh, I know what a stroop waffle is. I heard it was a stinger waffle. That I did not know okay, about yeah, what
1: it was. I heard the same thing, but like I had recently gotten stroop waffles because I got into tea recently. So like I've been trying different things with tea. Um, and I got, stroopwafels and then thought they were terrible and then after the whole robert covington thing i saw so many people talking it up i was like man i think i need to give these more of a shot and they're better than like i initially thought they were
0: no they're not bad at all it's basically just like little thin like wafer cookies with caramel
1: in the middle right and you're supposed to like sit it on top of your tea or or whatever hot drink and it like starts to melt the caramel on the inside. Whoa, I did not know that. Yeah, like it fits. It's the exact size on top of a coffee cup that it'll barely cover the entire top of it. And it's supposed to like start to drip through into your drink and also it just gets super soft.
0: Wow, I definitely did not know that. Someone in the the Sac State newsroom had like brought a huge box of like 150 of them in there
1: the other day. So that's the only way I knew about them. Jeez. Yeah. I
0: did not know you're supposed to have them with
1: coffee or tea. Yeah. So just found out. But yeah, that's a, uh, that's pretty much all I got for this Thanksgiving stuff, man.
0: No doubt. Well, I hope that you enjoy your Thanksgiving, Brendan. I hope that you, I hope that the Thanksgiving turkey, Magically blesses you with an appetite and a desire for food. Um, or maybe not. Maybe, uh, maybe I pray for the opposite that I'm relieved of my desire for all worldly, tasty objects. And and perhaps. No, it's
1: your favorite day. You gotta, you gotta go all out. Come on. I guess so. (laughs) You sound like you know in your voice you're going to.
0: Oh, well, it's just, I, oh, I mean, I, I know I'm going in. I (laughs) I also know that like, I am going to regret what I do tomorrow. Absolutely.
1: There you go. (laughs) But yeah, hope, um, hope everybody listening has a great Thanksgiving. This will get released on that day. Um, and I know that we've, we've been doing two a week somewhat recently, but there's been less Kings games and things like that. We're definitely going to get back to three a week here. Um, yeah. And thank you to everybody for listening to this episode of the King's Pulse podcast. You will hear from us again in the next couple of days. The Aaron's AA team makes getting the name brand
0: furniture, electronics, and appliances you need easy and affordable. We're talking top brands like HP, Samsung, GE, Beautyrest, and so many more. Take them home today, then make low monthly payments until they're yours for good. Aaron's great rent-to-own deals even come with easy approvals and free delivery. That's Aaron's, the rent-to-own power of the AA team.